I get those goosebumps every time You come around, yeah You lose my mind, you make everything so fine Worry about those times I'm way too dumb, yeah It's way too dumb, yeah I get those goosebumps every time I need the time Throw that to the side, yeah I get those goosebumps every time, yeah When you're not around me Throw that to the side, yeah I get those goosebumps every time, yeah 713 Through the 21, yeah, I'm riding Why they on me? Why they on me? I'm flying Sipping low-key I'm sipping low-key and honest Ride, ride, I get those goosebumps every time Just, you just cut out battles around, can you? When it comes yeah, on. yeah, it's class. Well, <sighs> welcome, welcome all um, to a double, a double loaded, uh, double loaded special on on this Wednesday evening. Um, uh, and and so uh, you know we've been away up Newcastle for the weekend. We'll come back and we thought, well, not not just one show. Well, why don't we give you two? Uh, so we're throwing you two shows tonight. Um, first of which, um, we uh, will be looking for your questions uh, because um, uh, we have um, two guests uh, from the Newcastle United Supporters Trust that will be coming and join us very, very shortly to, to talk all things about the upcoming election. But look, first and foremost, Daz, how are things with you um, in, in general? Have you recovered yet? Yeah, yeah, no, but a bit more lively now today uh, than, than our show yesterday, even uh, reminiscent. But uh, no, just back from football training with my little boy, so uh, Gaelic football. So he, he wore he wore his uh, Newcastle jersey, but it was, it was too cold to, to have it on show, but uh, it'll, it'll, it'll be on show soon enough. But uh, um, yeah, no, hay fever season is kicking in. I can feel it. I can feel it, Pete. Uh, you know, we're, we're sufferers uh, of that, of the old hay fever, but uh, no, uh so I uh, get get on that medication soon for the for the hay fever. But uh, looking forward to this. A bit of a chat with with, with the boys and uh, hear hear more about the trust and uh, the upcoming elections as well. So it should be interesting. Definitely. And look, um, just before we bring them in, um, we we see so many in the chat already. You know, the likes of Drew. Um, you know, we've got Simon, Carl, Lisa, as always, the resident spanner, um, Tom. Uh, welcome all into the chat. Um, and thank you for some of your get, uh, great questions already. We're, we're going to start them, um, and as they come along, um, get your questions in. doesn't matter how much you know about the trust, how much you don't know about the trust. Get your questions in. No questions are a silly question, and we'll get the guys to answer them. And at that point, I think it's best that we bring them in. So we're, we're delighted um, uh, to welcome in both uh, Greg and Paul uh, from the Newcastle United Supporters Trust. So welcome, guys. In to tonight's show. Yay! Welcome. Hey. Thank welcome. you. Good um, to can't Thank see you, Paul, at the moment. I'm not sure if there's a huh? problem with your. I think he's free. Yeah, his camera's kind of frozen. Yeah, is it? Frozen. But yeah, I, we can hear you, but we can't can't quite see you. I think 
Um, Sorry. You might want to you might want to uh, log out and then come back in. It'll only take a few seconds. Um, right, I'll dive. I'll dive out and come back in. No worries. <laughs> um, but Greg, we've got you. We've got you, Greg. Welcome to um, Loaded Mag NUFC. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. How are things with you? Yeah, all all, all good. Uh, thanks for thanks for having us on. Uh, looking forward to having a good chat, in particular about the upcoming uh, trust elections. Uh, get some good candidates, hopefully listeners. Uh, might might want to put the hat into the ring. Really exciting time uh, to be involved in the trust. So yeah, but no, all good with me. Brilliant stuff. And Paul, he's back. We can see you. Can uh, you see me? Thank yeah, you. The camera's working. And look, uh, uh, you know, as we said to Greg, uh, massive thanks for you taking the time to come and join us tonight. Um, you know, thank uh, you for having us. Other things with you in, in general. If I'm right, thinking you're 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 a, a new member to the board. Is that right? I am, yeah. So I was elected in December of last year and then formally formally ratified at the board meeting of the AGM in January. So it's all new to me, but getting my teeth uh, really stuck into it. Lots of stuff to do. So, yeah, great. Looking forward to some new members uh, joining the board. Brilliant stuff. And look, just, just to start with, because, you know, there'll be some in the, in the chat that, that know a little bit about the Supporters Trust, may even be, um, you know, a, a member of the, uh, of the Supporters Trust. But there may be some out there that are learning about the Supporters Trust for the first time. So um, I don't know if you want to just give us a little bit of a background of what the, the Supporters Trust is and, and, and what it does to, to support the, the fans and, and have links to the club. Do you want me to pick that one up, Paul? Um, yes, so please. I've been, I've been involved in the board since uh, since 2019, uh, quite, a, quite quite a while now. Um, so the, the, the Newcastle United Supporters Trust was um, effectively started actually a, a, as long ago as back in 2008 um, as, as Newcastle United, um, as a supporters club then, and then fo- turned into a trust, really. And, and, and it effectively was relaunched in, in 2019 uh, by Alex Hurst when he picked it up as chair and, and asked a few of us to get together, got a band together really to relaunch it. It was in a place where it was pretty dormant, it was pretty quiet, had a very low membership, wasn't particularly active. And it needed to, to you know, a new, new lease of life as much as anything. And, and I was one of those people that Alex asked to, to get involved along with others. And we completely, uh, completely relaunched uh, the trust back then a new brand, new logos, new, new website, new, new everything. And, and also a complete new direction really. And, and, and from then it, it has grown to, from strength to strength um, to about 12,000 members uh, as we sit here today. Um, and, and really um it is a, a supporters trust, and, and I think the best way to describe that is it's it's like a it's a bit like a a union, but really it's a collective of of like minded supporters who are our members, and it and it's a, an organisation that seeks to have influence in uh, the football club and how Newcastle United is run in the best interests of of, of our fans, basically of of our members and the wider Newcastle fan community, really, and. To do that, it's uh, registered as a community benefit society. So it's a registered, formally registered, not for not for profit. Um, or have to submit uh, annual returns, for example, to the Financial Conduct Authority. We have our accounts audited by independent uh, auditors, um, uh, and all of that proper stuff that that goes on. Um, and the board effectively, you know, um, run the organisation on behalf of of our members. 
Um, it's only a pound to join. That buys you your share. So every member owns a share in the organization. Um, and it's one member, one vote. And then we ask for a one pound per year subscription fee, um, which helps us with running costs, website, uh, email, things like that, really. And then, you know, over the over the few years since I've been involved, it, it really has changed quite dramatically. We've gone from an organization that um, fought for things for the fans, um, basically to club that didn't really want to talk to us, talk to us because they had to, um, but but didn't really want to. They'd say one thing, they'd do another. We've gone from having to shame them in the press through media campaigns and working with 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 Evening Chronicle and others to give refunds on season ticket prices that they held for how long during COVID, millions and millions of you know Newcastle fans' money, to actually now having a really good working relationship with them. Um, you know, I've been in with with other board members to meet uh, Amanda and Murdad, and we regularly now meet with. Um, with the club's uh, head of support services and, and and a few other uh, key members of staff there as well, we've had we've had uh, the club join um, to observe trust board meetings and and things like that. So the relationships in a in a really different place now. Um, and the final thing, really, to say, and it is a bit of a sales pitch, every single organisation needs its board to be refreshed from time to time. And there's, a, there's six places up for grabs in this election. Probably the most important election for the trust since i've been involved but equally a really exciting time we've seen obviously the fan-led review into football governance not long ago the premier league fighting to stave off an independent regulator the government committed to do it but one of the things that newcastle united have now committed to is a fan advisory board and we would fully expect um as a democratic independent transparent supporters trust to be very involved in in that when that comes so it is really an exciting time to get involved and you know everything is great at the moment with that relationship but there's still a major issues there that they're still needing to tackle so ticketing for example major issues there particularly at the home tickets with the 10-year deals coming to an end you know, how are they going to tackle that? Or what are we going to see there? So, and the online system definitely needs some work. There's just, you know, just a, a flavor of things uh, to come, but lots of really, really interesting things to get involved with. Um, and it is also a really fulfilling, uh, fulfilling role as well. But um, I should probably stop my monologue and, uh, and let Paul say a few words or you guys ask some questions. I think you've answered most of the questions that have been done the... Uh... <laughs> from the viewers so far <laughs> but yeah i think i can only echo i mean greg knows a lot more about the history than i do because he's been a member of the board for significantly longer obviously i saw it from the outside as a member i think i joined when it was relaunched under alex in in sort of 2019 and they've done some you know the trust they we i guess we now we've done some great work historically uh look at the the fiasco with uh with the entrance to hillsborough this year so um we collated 350, 360 reports from members about the troubles getting into getting into Hillsborough and submitted that to uh, to the club and to uh, South Yorkshire Police. Did the same with Elland Road last January, which actually I was at that game and saw firsthand what it was like trying to get into Elland Road with with the turnstiles not working and the dangers that um, that created. So everything like that, but everything we do is is on the say of our members so we survey members on a regular basis we surveyed them about the uh the cup final ticketing uh safe standing and that was a sort of uh a flash survey would you call it greg 
um, yeah, what, post. six weeks ago or so, and then we posted the results on, uh, to, to members and on, on the website, etc. So lots and lots of stuff that we've done. Um, probably easier now than, you know, campaigning to get season ticket money back from Mike Ashley and Lee Charnley. Um, the club are speaking to us. It's amazing. Club are speaking to us. They want to meet with us. There's a new supporter liaison officer just been appointed, which I don't think has been announced yet by the club, but he wants to meet us. So as soon as the board is put together, or the new board is put together, we're all going to meet him. So yeah, lots to talk about with the club and they want to hear from us. They want to know what our, our <laughs> members, the fans effectively think about how the club's being run and what issues there might be um, moving forward. That's why I pitched on. <laughs> Can I come in just with a quick question? Just, just, um, just, Greg, you mentioned that there are uh, six positions available, and uh, looking at the website, there's, there's seven active members at the moment. Uh, are, are, are there some people transitioning or uh, from the the, the trust, or, or how, how, what's what's the overall total? I suppose you want to be left with. Uh, I think Shane, Shane read your mind, as He did about three or four hours ago today when I wrote down some questions myself. Nice one, Shane. Sean, <laughs> Sean even. So, um, so the board can be up to 12 uh, within the within the, effectively the rules that govern us. So one of the things I didn't say before is that the trust has a, a quite stringent set of rules that governs how it must operate, um, which is only, only I guess, right in, when you're trying or you are, you know, being this type of organization and, and not for profit. Um, when you're elected, you're elected for a three-year term. Um, and some of the board members, I think, will be coming to the end of that term. Um, we don't currently have a huge... Uh, board at the moment um but basically we haven't quite launched the election yet this is a bit of a prelude um to that it, it's coming very soon and and once we do that um it'll be made very clear which of uh, those involved at the moment uh will be will be stepping away cool uh, uh, i was going to ask about the the, the structure really what what is the structure of of the board like in its place? Like how how is it structured currently? So you have we have effectively. I mean, we call it a board. You know, given what it is, which is Newcastle fans who just want to you know give up their spare time to fight for things that they they care about um, on behalf of fellow Newcastle fans. It's it, it it's more probably operates more like a committee than a than a board because below it we don't have any staff we don't have an organization if that makes sense so yes we're the board but we're also you know the, the doers we do have uh, some really really good volunteers that have um, helped us out over the last few few years social media graphics that kind of thing but as in essence the board uh, is effectively running the organization we formally meet uh, once uh, a month uh, as a recorded minuted uh, board meeting um, we have a, a, a trust secretary uh, as well uh, Colin Whittle who I don't if you don't know him uh, you should uh, amazing uh, great uh, Newcastle fan who's been involved in this supporter um, I guess movement for, for many many years um, and and yeah so formally meet as a board once a once a month uh, meet informally every other week um, ideally uh, if we can just to make sure that things are going in the right direction make sure things are getting done uh, really that's probably the best way to put it I think you know, you as a board member, you you'll have the autonomy to to pick things up and, and lead in certain areas if that's where you're interested, um, and and get involved in 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 as much as you as you can really. Um, the chair obviously uh, chairs those board meetings and is effectively the 
I guess, main focal point of the organization. Um, and after each election, I guess a new chair is effectively appointed or, or, the, or the previous one reappointed. So that will be a process we'll have to have to go through, really. Um, in terms of time commitment, um, Paul, you're probably best place to answer answer this. I mean, I've had I've had weeks when it's almost taken over my life. I mean, uh, <laughs> on a normal on a normal week, you probably you know ideally you want someone to be giving up a, a few a few hours a week, uh, at least at least an hour a week on a not you know even on a, more, on a non board member board meeting week. Um, but you know it's not huge. I mean, there's nothing in writing to say you know you must give us three, four, five, six hours a week. I think you pick up when you can because you know work commitments always come first. Of course, they do. They have family. to. That's your living, and this is family. Yeah, I forgot about them, didn't I? Dogs. <laughs> um, you know, it's a vo it's a voluntary position. Nobody's paid for it. We don't make any profit out of it, and there's no vested interest by any of us as board members other than to represent our members for the benefit of Newcastle United. So, you know, when I joined in January, it was a fairly easy-ish entry, I suppose. I spent maybe three three four hours um i took on a project to revamp the website um outsource the website to a to a web design company etc negotiate the pricing and and you know we we uh effectively designed the new website something i've done before in my day job i suppose in terms of what i do so that was fairly easy for me and and you know reported all of that back via the board uh, email etc and whatsapp group that we have um, and then all of a sudden, the uh, Carabao Cup final came along. And Greg, you might <laughs> a testament to this. It was it was tough, you know. Ticketing decisions were made by the club. Um, we got a lot of emails, and it took over a lot of our time because you know we promised that we'll respond to emails within, I think it's seventy two hours, if I'm right, Greg. So there was a lot of emails to sift through, a lot of stories about you know people not getting tickets, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it was a difficult one. Um, and then some little extra bits that sort of I've done, a bit of fun in terms of uh, we were asked for somebody to go and interview at St. James's Park for Danish television. So I, you know, took myself out of my comfort zone and went and did a television interview for the first time, um, which, you know, what was really good fun. So you get, you get exposure to some really good things and, and can take you out of your comfort zone from everyday life, um, which, is, which is good and it's interesting. Um, probably... I guess three hours a week is about right. But, you know, if people can't give that, then they can't give that. If people can give more because they're in a different position, then they give more, you know? Yeah, I have weeks when I give it very little and I have weeks when I give it a good few hours. It it, it does very much change. I think a really good example, though, of, of, of how it works, actually, Paul, will be your project on the website. So um, for those who haven't seen, we've got a brand new website, much much needed um well, uh, trust.co.uk and, and that was something that the board had identified as needed doing but didn't really have the i guess uh, previously amongst our priorities time to to do it when the new board last election came on board paul uh paul joined us took on the the website task and you know with a little bit of direction from those of us who've been involved in the trust for a while who can provide that historic context away paul went and we now have a brand new, brilliant website. website. Oh. So you know those are the you know he went away and led that project, worked with the supplier, and 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 there it is, and it's it's much better and much more improved. 
and I guess it's horses for courses. You know, if people have got particular skill sets in particular areas, then, you know, as a board or as a, and I think he said earlier, what's this, someone asked what the structure is. It's a flat structure, isn't it? Everybody has, nobody has more, uh, nobody has a veto over anybody else, et cetera. Yeah. As long as you get a unanimous decision on, on some decisions that need to be made, then we go with it. And then if people have certain skill sets to pick up certain tasks or responsibilities then you know if everybody else is happy with that we run with it so there's plenty of autonomy yeah um on that i think i'd say i'd even go as far as saying in 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 my time on the board actually i think i can probably count on one hand how many times we've had to we've had a disagreement and had to go to a formal vote of the board because we're all like because you know when newcastle united fans fighting for things that matter to Newcastle fans, nine times out of 10, we're pretty aligned on what we're doing and where we're going when it comes to decisions at board meetings and things like that. And they all come via our members. You know, the queries come via our members anyway. We don't just sit there and say, oh, what should we What should we approach the club about today? It's all questions that come through the inbox from our members anyway. Yeah, that's the big principle is everything is member-led. So, you know, Paul mentioned the Pulse survey we did on ticketing at Wembley um we'll do our annual survey again I think for the third time this year shortly um towards as we come to the end of the season where we'll ask questions on to our members on everything um from ticketing safe standing uh, and, and and loads more and all the things that the members think that we should be pushing and trying to influence the club on on things that matter because you know it y- yes the likes of myself and Paul put our head you know put our face forward to get involved in this kind of thing. But equally, we're doing it for the members, and it is has to be always will has to be and always will be member led. Otherwise, there's not much point being a member organisation. Yeah, it doesn't matter who we are. At the end of the day, we're no, you know, we're no better or worse than any of our members or any Newcastle United fan. We just put up head above the parapet to to volunteer for our, you know, for the benefit of Newcastle United because that's all it's for at the end of the day. Get some funny questions come through, mind, don't you? <laughs> yeah. uh, look, um, <clears throat> I'll, I'll go straight to it because there are there are a number of questions coming in. Thank you for everyone that's put questions in, uh, multiple questions uh, in some cases. Um, and we will ask uh, Paul and Greg or all of them. So uh, I'll, I'll start with this one. I hope you don't mind, <clears throat> Daz, um, stealing the uh, chat for a second. Um Bill uh, Burnett puts the um, the trust uh, the trust like minded uh, have things changed. I've heard that politics is the main focus of the trust. He, he particularly wasn't impressed with the trust interview with the English Premier League during the takeover. Um, so that's Bill's perspective. So you know, I'm um, you know, is is there? I think what he's trying to say is there sort of politics involved in? This? No, there's no politics. The main thing I would say is. Uh, 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 don't listen to people who talk crap about the trust, who don't like the trust, because they do. There's some people out there. Um, there's no politics involved. There's a group of people who give up their spare time, who, you know, yes, we get things out of it, but, we, you know, we're not, there's no personal gain from from doing this. There's no politics involved. Um, it's just a group of people fighting for our members. We are member-led on every single thing the trust does, be it, you know, in how we influence the club or any other things like that. And then, um, you know, as for the um, the, the EPL uh, interview, I think, well, it wasn't an interview. It was uh, a meeting with Richard Masters. The Trust were the only organisation that got with the FSA that got in front of Richard Masters and asked him some very direct questions um, during that horrible protracted process. 
the, the trust also engaged a, a leading barrister to write um, to the Premier League arguing, um, effectively lobbying, saying the takeover should go ahead and that there's no legal impediment to it going ahead in the face of others doing the same. We knew Daniel Levy at Tottenham Hotspur was doing that. You know, don't believe crap um, when it's got not, substanti- not substantiated um, by the truth is all I'll say on that. Yeah, it was always, imp- you know, as we said, we'll ask all those questions. So I'm, I'm really glad that you've you know, that you've answered that one and, and put that one uh, to bed. That's for sure. Well, to, to any questions like that, the best place to always come is to, to the trust. We're the easiest organisation to contact. Board at nufctrust.co.uk and we will get back to you on anything, any questions like that always. So please do, because, you know, there's a lot. In some areas, there is some nonsense spoken and, and said about the trust and and and. From what I see, more often than not, it, it's it's uh, not substantiated. And this is why we this is why we, we it's been great to have you on so far and and for you to answer these questions. That, that's for sure. And look, Sean uh, is coming with another question. Uh, you know, to sidestep the the, the comment from Bill and, and take it into a, uh, a slightly different direction. And he's put um, uh, oh, not this one actually. We'll come back to that one uh, because there was uh, another one from Sean. Um, and it was related to um, the direction of the the board. So uh, he's put. Well, would like to ask Greg and Paul, what's the new direction of the trust, given the takeover and the new dialogue with the club and owner? So ultimately, what's your objectives as 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 the trust? Um, you know, moving forward. You know, now we've got the new owners, as you talked about, and and the the dialogue is is more open. Uh, what is it that you? want to achieve in that sort of new direction so i think i'll let paul come in on this in a moment but i think the overall actual aims of the trust are very similar to what they were before but how you how you go about achieving them and what you're going to do is is obviously very very different so the the fundamental aims of any supporters trust is to have as much influence as it can in the running of its football club and Obviously, previously, we, we we did things like launching the, the pledge scheme, which was, you know, a, 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 a brilliant, amazing thing to raise money for in the eventuality that we might be able to buy a, a share in the club if it were to, to go uh, uh, the way of Sunderland, for example, and, 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 and fall down. But now I think that the, the aims are still there to have that influence, but it's going to be in a different way and it's going to be in a positive and collaborative way. Because, you know, as the club fundamentally transforms from, um, you know, a shell that it was under Mike Ashley to being this big, successful, hugely commercial organisation, it is really important that those fans issues are still looked out for and that fans influence is still there at, at the very, very highest level. So absolutely still uh, still doing all of that um, and really looking to push things forward so you know what's going to happen to St James's Park you know what's going to happen on ticketing it's constantly getting asked questions on 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 away ticket uh, allocations around you know how many tickets are the club for example using for for staff and, and corporate allocations and there's so many different things that we're, we're working on in, in terms of the the day-to-day questions and those influences but really it's very similar in terms of making sure that the decisions that Newcastle United make are made in the best interests of the Newcastle United fans. And right now, everything's going in the right direction, but there will come a time, I'm almost certain, where our current owners will want to do things that maybe we don't quite fully support as a, as a fan base. That time might come. 
you know, it's all good now, but if they need to be held to account, we will be there to, to do that. I don't know what that is. I don't want to look into the future and say that because it has been all good so far. Um, but, you know, it's 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 difficult running a football club. And, you know, we've seen some of the crazy decisions that the other um, other fan, other supporters, other football clubs have made, you know, that really impacted their fans. Um, thankfully, so far, the way the club are going about it, they're doing it the right way. The, for example, the 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 introduce, introduction of the rail seating, the way they consulted with uh, the trust and with um, season ticket holders in the area, they held some events at, at St. James's Park and, and, and all of that. They're doing everything the right way. But there are things that, that I'm sure would cross the line um, for, for supporters. But we just have to wait and see and hope that through that constructive relationship, we can make sure they, they don't really come to the fore. Paul, do you want to add anything on that? Yeah, not, not a lot more to add, but I think, yeah, it is the trust, it is the members and fans and trust responsibility to hold, hold the club accountable for decisions that they make. Now, if the decisions that they make are, are great and the fans love them, there's nothing to hold them accountable for. But it, as and when, the, you know, as Greg said, as and when there are occasions when they make some decisions that members don't like and members bring them to us, it's our responsibility um, to, to members to to take them to the club and because we have such good dialogue with the club now they want to listen to us and they want to talk to us for the first time ever whereas i may be right in saying you managed to get one meeting with lee charnley in three oh, we years had, we had a few but um very little ever ever came of of, of yeah. any actions or anything uh, there. Lip service. and i think wembley ticketing is a prime example actually already when so we had a lot of our members that were unhappy with how the club allocated ticketing for Wembley. I think the club had, a, had an almost impossible task on their hands. But the one thing I can absolutely assure everybody watching who's a member of the trust is the club, if you were unhappy, uh, the club knows about it. Um, and, and and also, you know, we did that survey afterwards and that those survey results feed into that engagement into the club. So they're learning constantly. You know, they had to scramble around the first cup final in however many years. They did. It was a bit crazy, but they'll learn from that. And we've provided our member data into that process. Just maybe come, come with a, a diff, uh, another question in a different angle as well. Uh, I'm going to club two questions together here. And maybe we have, if we have a balanced view here. Uh, but, uh, funny Mac Funface. I, I like that name. But uh, he asked a question. I would love to know what Greg thinks of the newly formed in USC and also come up with, uh, will the trust work with newly formed in USC? So what do I think of NUSC? Well, first of all, I think of the supporters club movement, which is very different to a supporters trust. You know, um, I'm a member of a supporters club. I'm the, I'm a member of, uh, for those who don't know, I live uh, and work down uh, in London. Uh, I'm a member of the Newcastle United Supporters Club London. Um, uh, so, you know, look, the supporters club movement as a community events, things like that. I think that that's great. I've had a chat with one of the people involved in uh, NUSC on a personal level because uh, I know him. Uh, know him quite well um, and uh, I've been um, uh, in fact I used to play football with him we were we were crap actually outside I think we lot, lot, once lost 30 something nil once um, <laughs> you know everyone, right? everyone. so bad now Pete we did. Yeah, <laughs> I was up in Scotland we travelled all that way and now oh, I was awful um, um, but uh, look um, if they want to get in touch formally as an organisation and, and have some conversations with us 
we're easy to get in touch with. I've, I have had a chat on the phone with, with, with one of the guys involved there. Um, but, you know, they're, they're, they're building a community, you know, um, and, and going about that, how, how they wish to do it. Um, a supporters club and a supporters trust are, are very different organizations. Um, we're not set up as a, as a private limited company. We're set up as a not-for-profit. Um, one member, you get, you get a vote. Yeah, you get a share in the organization that, that a trust and a supporters club are very different things. Um, but yeah, if they want to get in touch and this is what I said when I spoke to uh, the person uh, involved, um, I've also been on the boats on the Thames as well in the past personally. Um, but when we spoke on the phone, I said, look, if you do want to get in touch with us, um, you've got our email addresses, uh, drop us a line uh, when that time, uh, time is right for you. Well, cool. well, um, I have an, another another question, and it's more, it's it's getting more basic now, Michael. And it's when I, I had myself, and I know uh, I think probably Sean because Sean, Sean has a lot of the similar questions I had uh, when I downward. Okay, you do know uh, that Sean used to be on the board of the trust, did he? Oh, he's won the answers already. Ah, okay. Well, probably a while. It's been a while, so maybe he's just getting a refresher. He's oh, just okay. chucking in the difficult questions to test us. That's what it is. He also sent me a WhatsApp yesterday and I didn't respond. So there you go. <laughs> no, I you should have responded. There's a payback for him. Uh, but yeah, okay. I'm Joe Bloggs. I'm a member in the, the trust. How do I go about uh, uh, putting myself forward for, for the election? I know you, you'll probably send out more information in the next few days, but how does it all work? Paul, is that one for you? Or do you want me yeah, to? Yeah, I can. I can, I can take it so far, you'll have to finish it off because I've not been involved from the other side yet. So um, there will be a member email that will come out to everybody. Um, it does get staggered, so if some members don't get it within, we found that out with our new emailing system with the first email that we sent out and then said, if you haven't got it, contact us, and we had we were bombarded, right? So it comes out, um, I think it goes out to about 12,000 members, something like that. So for to make sure it doesn't go into your spam, it is, um, it's timed for some reason, so it'll go out. It'll give you some instructions as to what you need to do in, in fairness and everything will then be uploaded by me into the website. So there's a, a nomination form that you need to fill in, which is your own personal information. Um, and you need to be nominated by two members um, of the trust. They, I believe they can be board members. They don't have to be, yep. but you know, I think more likely you would probably go to your friends <laughs> and ask them if they don't mind nominating you. So they, um, you fill in their personal information you also complete a uh, an additional personal statement as to why you believe you would be a good board member for Icast United Sports Trust. And that will then go, the, the two forms you will email then to an independent chair. That independent chair has been allocated to us by the Football Sports Association, the FSA. So about two hours ago, we got a WhatsApp because our usual chaps on holiday, I think, Greg, is that right? Yeah, well, the guy who's done it for us before is is, is on holiday. Oh, okay. Not a usual chat, right? Because they're in. Yeah, done it for us before a few times, but yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so we've just been allocated somebody. We are just waiting for those timelines. Um, so once they're allocated and sent over, that independent chair will will validate the information. Will contact that individual themselves. That individual does have to be a member. I did see a question earlier. Actually, how long do you have to be a member for to be able to stand? To I think as as long as you put you you signed Join up. Now. There you go, it's Lisa. Lisa yeah. Thank you very much. Um, and then from there, you 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 email that information over to the independent chair who will uh, validate that information with you and your two nominees. And then honestly, after that, I've absolutely no idea. So I'll have to pass it across to Greg. 
But we well after that we we're not involved basically. Well, so that you know it's really important that the board are not involved because it's a democratic independent process. We have in the in the context of this election um, or any election, there's no difference between a board member and any member of the trust. It's one member, one vote. Um, uh, and just to pick up actually on something Paul said because some of you might be watching and thinking you might want to want to put get involved but you might not know somebody who's involved in the trust or you might not know um um if you are thinking of doing it um and, and getting involved which i would strongly encourage but you need people to second you um more than welcome to drop me an email um at, at reg.thomas.mfctrust.co.uk um and i'm sure we can make sure we have a good uh, amount of candidates um um but yeah um we're not particularly involved um once everything gets uploaded online, there'll be an election. We use um, a, a piece of software, an election runner product, that so it's all run electronically. But the independent chair runs all of that. We see absolutely nothing that, that another member wouldn't see. Um, and then, and then until the, until we find out the results, basically. Cool. Okay. So, um, so when does this? process start then okay so so what what is the sort of timeline now so you've talked about what what would happen over the course of putting someone if someone was to put themselves forward what is the timeline for this election then for those that, that are watching right now and maybe considering putting themselves forward so we're, we're going to release that timeline as soon as we have the well, almost as soon as we have the email address for the independent chair, we have a name. We just don't have an email address yet. And uh, Colin is going to, as our secretary, he is going to share the timelines with the independent chair before we can release them. It's going to be from start to finish between three and four weeks. So there will be approximately two, if I'm right in saying this, Greg, two weeks to get your nomination forms in effectively and your, and your support. Ten days, two weeks, about ten, 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 days. ten days, two weeks. Yeah, around about that, yeah. And then the validation shouldn't take, depends on how many people apply, of course, um, shouldn't take too long. But we're hoping, we are hoping that the election results will be pretty much the week after the end of the season, the week after the Chelsea game. But we can't guarantee that at this stage. We're at the hands of the, the independent chair at this point. Okay. Uh, interesting. So for anyone that's... I'm right, Greg. For, for anyone that's thinking about it, that's that's uh, the plan. So we we'll have to keep a, an eye out for those for those things. Um, any other questions that have took your eye, Daz? Um, you think? Yeah, there are. I have a few more. Start. Um, I guess. Yeah, Lisa's asking the question as well, and and she's, we've highlighted another question. But uh, she's saying that she's not a member. What does the trust do, and what does um, a member mean? I know you have kind of touched on it a bit, Greg, uh, in the opening monologue. But uh, so what, what what's involved, I suppose? Well, what's involved in being a member is you're basically joining a community of, you know, uh, uh, like-minded people who, uh, I guess, have a board and an, and an organization standing up for their best interests, really, in, in, in all things to do with the football club and engaging with with uh, Newcastle United. Um, what What is involved? Well, as much as or as little as you want. Some of our members volunteer and help us out and get involved. Um, you know, some of us help us out with social media um, and, and, and other things like that. Some just read the emails. Some might never even read the emails. 
um, but they are members. And, and I guess the, the, the things with things like, I mean, it's not a union, but it's similar to that in terms of a collective voice. You know, if we go into the room with 12,000 members, we've got a stronger voice on behalf of Newcastle fans than if we go in there with 12 members. You know, so um, we never really shy away from uh, asking uh, for mem more members and, and encouraging people to join because, and that's why we've kept the joining fees so low, um, like a pound to join, uh, buy, that buys you a share. So you are effectively a shareholder of Newcastle United Supporters Society. Um, and uh, and then, yeah, a one pound yearly, yearly fee. Um, we do occasionally run events. We've had a few. Uh, we had one... Uh, <laughs> Uh, at the end of the pledge scheme, celebrating the pledge scheme with uh, with Alan Shearer and a few others that you may have seen. Unfortunately, I was in New Zealand, so I couldn't go. Um, but yeah, um, it, it, you get out, you get, you know, you get you get an organisation that's going to really stand up for you, and you know, you get to you get to have your say through our engagement. So main main form of engagement is through email, um, but we run uh, an annual survey, as I said before, on everything to do with fan issues at Newcastle United, which gives us the, I guess, the member data, member ammunition on the top hot topics, even though we can probably name the top few off the top of our head. And then if there's a specific certain issue, um, we'll we'll do like a, a pulse survey and, and get that going, um, which we did on Wembley ticketing. Um, the one the main one I remember in my time on the board, and it's not an area you would normally we would normally want to get too involved in as a supporters trust. Um, but we did we did one about whether or not Newcastle should sack um, Steve Bruce at one point um, because it was just hundred percent belief, wasn't it? Yeah, but um, you know, I think that was on that was all over the newspapers the next day. That one. And it was it was literally the back page of the, the results of our survey were the back page of our of our of, of of the national newspapers all over the country. But that just shows what we've built. So since we rebuilt the trust, we've built an organization that has good links with now with the club, but is also respected by by national media outlets. So you know when there is an issue uh, that you need the trust to be to stand up for, you know that a the relevant authorities um, are going to listen to what we say. So twice we've been inv involved in in investigations in supporter safety issues uh, down at Leeds United and, and, and also at, at Sheffield Wednesday, um, working with the other club, with the relevant authorities, um, safety advisory groups, etc. But also, you know, those relationships and the standing that we have with the media as well means that, you know, when <clears throat> when things happen and, and we need fans need to be stood up for, um, you know, the trust can do that and will do that. You just need to look at what happened, uh, what has happened to, to various fans of uh, teams playing in Europe this year, away from home. You know, if we go away, if we get a, a, a horrible away in, the, away in the Champions League and, and something grows, you know, terrible management at a ground easily done. We saw what happened with Liverpool in the uh, last season, was it? I think, um, you know, where their, their supporters trust ended up working with local politicians and others to really, you know, get accountability from the French authorities. That type of thing is what the trust is there for when supporters need a voice. Now, when things are going well, you might think that you don't necessarily need us that much, but it's, it's, it's it, to have knowing that that is going to be there if it does go wrong is a huge thing as well. Um, and, you know, there's only a few times that we've, had to get involved in those types of things um, and, and hopefully Touchwood won't, won't be very many more. But, you know, as an organisation to react and stand up for supporters on those issues, you know, we know how how, how certain 
you know, just look at football policing still in this day and age is absolutely ridiculous. And football fans are often treated like second class citizens compared to other people who go to other sports. Um, and often, uh, you know, um, you know, just absolutely ridiculous. So, you know, an organization to, to stand up for you, basically, um, we got involved a few years ago down at Bournemouth with some of our members who um, were um, ridiculously arrested uh, when Matt Ritchie scored. Um, really, when you drill down into it for no reason other than Bournemouth have a terrible ground that's too well, they have a ground that is too small for the Premier League and just couldn't handle an away end celebrating a goal in added on time at the end of the match. Um, really. So, yeah, it's there to stand up and support and also influence. So there is a wide range of things, really. Cool. I have another good question here, I think, and it's from, from uh, Richard Barnsell. But before I do, uh, uh, I guess it's linked to, I suppose, it's, for me, it's a good one because I live in Ireland and I know a previous board member, a uh, friend, friend of ours was uh, Adam Beckett, who, who was sitting in, in the US. But Richard asked the question, uh, I think uh, I think the Trust has one international board member. Is there a limit on the international board members allowed? Has the Trust looked at having board members elected for specific international regions? So, uh there is no limit uh, on that and would strongly encourage, you know, we represent all of our members. We don't just represent season ticket holders, for example. We don't just represent people in, in one specific area. We, we represent all of our members. And, 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 and by that, you know, um, we have a, a really good membership uh, throughout North America that Adam uh, previously worked with um, as well. Um, and so, yeah, would really, really encourage um, you know, you don't need to be uh, on the ground in Newcastle to, to 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 get involved and be an effective board member. I'm not in Newcastle. I go as much as I can, um, being from there originally, but obviously working in in down down south now. Um, but yeah, um, get involved. That, that was another question, actually. Um, uh, I've heard a few people talk about this, and, and the question being, is it you know, do you have to be a member? A, a club member or have a club membership or do you have to have a season ticket in order to be a member? It sounds like a, a very small, simple question, but these are things that are on some fans' minds about whether they're going to put themselves forward or not. Just no, absolutely not. Newcastle yeah, she's got to be a Newcastle fan. I think the majority of our members uh, are not season ticket holders. We should probably survey that, Greg. Uh, no, uh, it's a, yeah, we've got um, we've got a really matters. good mix. Yeah, quite a lot are not season ticket and non-season ticket holders. Um, yeah, got a really good. Doesn't make you any less of a fan, you know. So we're not bothered whether you're a season ticket holder, whether you go home or away. Doesn't make you a super fan just because you go to the games, does it? Exactly, no. you're absolutely right. Um, uh, Anthony is is just had to to drop off, but he um, he's mentioned uh, really enjoyed listening and and has a better understanding of the trust and, and will join. So, um, um, thank you, Anthony um, Smith, for for coming on and joining us. And um, yeah, uh, it, it looks like you've got a, a new member there. That's for sure. At least one. Um, I know Lisa's uh, going to be signing up to it as well. But um, the, the, there's. Yeah, one one question I'm interested in is that um, you know you've talked about obviously the links between the club and and the trust, um, you know, and, and you, I I wanted to know from the perspective of you know when you said about in the future the club might decide to do something that the fans might not necessarily be be happy about is is there a point in which they have to inform the trust 
about before they go on and do something? And and if so, at what stage is that? Is it at the point in which they're about to pull the trigger on a decision, uh, club-related, or do they have to let you know um, early on in that process, or do they have to let you know at all? So at the moment, there is no formal process there where they where they have to um other than they have to engage with us as per effectively uh um the, the effectively the support engagement uh, standard fan engagement standard that the premier league has in place but there's no formal way the club have committed to launching a fan advisory board and they've talked about certain things there that effectively would be subject to uh, consultation, um, I think they call them protected assets. They're just following the, the Premier League's own uh, fan engagement standard. They're things like club colours, club club, and things like that. So, so other clubs have club badges in their stadiums, grounds, things like that. Um, so I think the devil will be in the detail when the club does finally launch its its fan advisory board in terms of what becomes formal. Because, but I think it's a brilliant question, and 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 really things are. This is an area that is really really changing. So um, it'll be really interesting what happens with the um, obviously the government are, are looking to put in place this independent regulator um, for for football following the Tracy Crouch led fan led review uh, which went on over the last few years, and the trust was one of a few clubs that managed to get a session with the panel there and input I guess I think we I think the presentation was called Newcastle United the Mike Ashley experience um so it wasn't wasn't particularly uh, pleasant there on terms of football governance um and I think it'll it's really interesting time because the Premier League and bearing in mind what the Premier League is which is effectively the clubs are in in particular trying to fight off having an independent regulator imposed on them and they're going to be doing that by basically one of the things they're going to be doing is far better supporter engagement. Now, what's coming out through the Premier League is a big step forward, uh, but it's not the best in the world. Um, so, and then when we come to the Newcastle United, we have this commitment to a fun advisory board. Um, what we really need to know, though, um, is the detail. So the devil as ever is going to be in the detail on what those things are um, that, that fall into that into that context. But, and this is where, you know, I think the trust's in a really strong place compared to where it was before, where you would have to try and fight the club. Um, and the way you would have to fight the club was to try and embarrass them in, in the press, basically. Um, we have that relationship and that relationship only works if you can ask the difficult questions, um, which which if we have to, we absolutely will do um, and are at the moment on, on certain things um, around... Yeah, what's what's going to be coming on on ticketing in particular, which is obviously the big one following on from from Wembley. Definitely, and um, yeah, it's something that would definitely need to be uh, addressed. That's for sure. Um, how they get around that will, will be really interesting to observe in the next year or so. Because who's to say that we're not going to back at a cup final next season? And we have, say, well, we, we all hope so. More than one, uh, let's <laughs> say, in the Champions League final as well. Well, I mean, just to, just to, just to put it into perspective in terms of the relationship. So when the takeover did go through, I, I was the chair of the trust at the, at the time. And, uh, you know, shortly after that, I got a phone call from Amanda and Murdad. Like the supporters trust got a phone call from the co-owners of Newcastle United Football Club. 
Like that, that, that you know. Only ten percent, Greg. Don't get too excited. Never spoke to Mike Ashley. I can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> um, despite the fact that we actually got asked to go and meet him, or offered a meeting, um, we were told it would have to be in a pub in London over beers. The trust. Um, it didn't happen. Um, but that was an offer made to us. Um, but you know, so that just shows you know that the, the engagement is there. Um, uh, you know, the, the conversations are, are obviously. Um, you know, that engagement primarily is now through the club's uh, head of support services. So they're completely rebuilding. So the team running the club, obviously, uh, Amanda and Murdad uh, brought in, you know, Darren Eels and, 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 and a full, you know, a full rebuild of a business really is what's been going on. And they've, they've set up a support services department, which we, we, we didn't have previously. They, they've have Sarah Medcalf had, heading that up. She has a number of staff working for her. And as Paul said before, They've just appointed a new uh, a new support liaison officer, um, which I'm sure will be uh, will be communicated uh, properly in due course. The most important thing there is that the supporters liaison officer is now a proper Newcastle United fan as well. Um, it's not just somebody who is doing a really good doing a job because it's their job. This guy is actually a Newcastle United fan, which is massively uh, improvement. Um, particularly, um, you know, um, the guidance on what an SLO is or should be from um, the, the the football supporters. Europe actually says, you know, your SLO should be fundamentally a supporter because they need to understand the issues. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a really really um, interesting and amazing time to have that relationship. Um, but you know, I'm sure those times will come when there are things that we have to have to talk about that are difficult. But that's okay. I'm going to take a hint from Sean here uh, here in the chat and ask the question, and because Sean's already answered it, uh, how much is it to join the, the the trust for the year? And Sean's answer is one one pound. Uh, it's surely an error. Yeah. Uh, it can't be can can't be that uh, cheap. But and uh, as we had it up earlier, if you wanted to join, here is the link. You'll find it in the in the, the chat as well. But uh, thanks for the answer, Sean. Sean. Sean forgets that we're non-for-profit means we can't pay him any commission for pushing it, but thank you very much. We appreciate it. <laughs> Definitely. Um, but we've probably got about seven or eight minutes left before we'll, before we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up the, the chat. And I think there's still a few questions um, in there as well. So, um, Daz, I don't know if you, you've seen any any okay. in there. I think there's one from Cole Segi. I'll just yeah. click, this one Go for that one, yeah. click that one at the top. Um and it says, question that my Newcastle United Sports Trust member, but I can no longer log into the site. All, um, all I can do is become um, a member again. Any suggestions? Hmm. I don't know so my main suggestion is uh, you've got absolutely no need to log into the website. So under with our new website, there is no login function uh, anymore. It wasn't really anything that added any value to us. Uh, you could log in and see your details, and that was about it. Uh, so we've got rid of it. Um, which I think we explained in an email. Um, but um, if you need any information on your membership, uh, Carl, please do drop us an email, uh, either to myself or Paul, or just to board at nufctrust.co.uk, um, and we can we can help out that way. But in terms of the login functionality that we used to have, um, because all it really did was you could log in and then you could see your own name and your own details, which I think you know already, um, we, we got rid of that when uh, when Paul uh, redesigned the website basically um, because it didn't really service service any purpose. Um, it's pointless, yeah. So if you need to know your membership details or your membership number or anything like that, uh, drop us an email. Uh, we'll uh, we'll send it to you. 
There's some fairly sorry just to add to that, I guess, with Carl. I don't know if you get your emails from us. Over the years, people have unsubscribed from getting their emails, so it's very easy just to ask us to resubscribe you, probably when they were pissed off with the ownership. Excuse my French. Can you swear on this channel? <laughs> when you were fucked, fucked off with the Mike Ashley ownership, people were unsubscribing, I think. Um, you do need to formally ask us. Oh, hello. I've been on Channel 4 this mind. Any excuse for Daz to use the feature. I love it. People, Davina, people, please do not uh, swear. <laughs> people can just email again, email the board, board at nufctrust.co.uk and ask to be resubscribed. If you think you're not getting emails, we can check. Some people don't know if they're members or not. We can check if you're a member. Don't yeah, worry. So I think down. that's a really good point. Um, so we got we got a lot of uh, emails uh, af- during the Wembley ticketing uh, issues, um, complaining that I've seen you put a post on social media saying, members, you're getting an email. Why haven't I got it? And nine out of 10, when we went to check, they had uns- the, the individual had clicked the unsubscribe button at some point, probably when they were like disenfranchised with everything they do in Newcastle United. You're far more um, pleasant than me, Greg. And and under GDPR regulations and law, we can't send you an email if you've asked us not to send you an email. <laughs> so if you've said don't email me, we can't send you an email. <laughs> send them a letter. So didn't get, if you didn't get the last poll <laughs> survey about six weeks ago, and you remember. Email us and we will resubscribe you, but we can't just do it, yeah, verbally. Okay. Yeah. There's a good, a good kind of comment slash question here from Gaz. So he says, uh, "I'm a member of the trust and certainly think the trust has some great initiatives. However, I don't feel that like I'm a part of something. Something the supporters club does make me feel." He goes on to say, uh, "Is there a chance the trust could organise a town hall?" fans forum with the club essentially just to show thanks for a great season and to ask what the club has planned for the future so i suppose it's an idea he's thrown out there i think it's something on the latter one i think it's something the club were talking about isn't it greg Doing a yeah so i mean it's something stage. that we would we would love to do i think it's something we'll talk to the club about we have done quite a few events over the over the years um obviously the last few were all focused around um the pledge scheme um that you'll recall but yeah i think it's a great idea and it's something that we should be be be, be doing um you know we're not gonna you know a, a supporters trust is slightly different to a supporters club so we're not gonna go and put on you know big um big events you know around a match day and things like that um but but do join in with uh, the, 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 those others if that's what you want to do but equally i think you know, there's some really fair points there. One of the things that the trust can always do is improve how it communicates with its members. Um, we've got our own YouTube channel, not quite as many subscribers as this one. Um, we'll try and we've made a commitment to trying to get on there a bit more often where members can just jump on and chat to us, talk to us, ask us whatever, whatever we, whatever they want. Um, um, or, or get in touch, um, email. Um, and we're trying slowly to, to make our social media a bit more, a bit more, um, I guess, accessible um, as much as anything. For a long time, it, it was just like a transmit account. And we said we won't interact with anyone. If you ask us a question on there, we will now try and on uh, on Twitter, at least we'll try and uh, try yeah, and answer access to the Twitter um, account now. That yeah. Would be um, that, yeah. Um, un- unless uh, Elon Musk tries to charge us for it, when we'll have to think twice about that. <laughs> if he changes his mind again on all those things. But uh 
But yeah, I think, I think it's actually a good idea about those types of events. And I think the club will get to a position in time when they're they're, they're comfortable with, with with getting involved in in those. Again, it just shows the relationship. So we held our our last AGM uh, at St James's Park. Um, the one the year before was in a very very noisy pub, um, and it was difficult. But you know, a not for profit organisation might look for a free venue. Um, you know, the last one was in the in the in, was was at St James's Park, and uh, senior staff from the club turned up, got involved, asked questions, uh, answered mm. questions. Um, so yeah, um, we'll look into that one. I think, again, you know, if people want something, come and ask us. If enough people want that, then we can look into doing something as opposed to just, you know, throwing things about because we're not a supporters club. We're a trust. So it's a little bit different. Oh. Ah, interesting. Um, I think there's a couple of couple of questions left. Um, um, yeah, go for it, Pete. Yeah. Uh, okay. So a different question. Um what happened to the to the trust uh, North America? I know that um, it somewhat started in December two thousand nineteen, and then the the world, the world fell apart. Uh, any plans to resurrect um, the idea? Um, so that was something that Adam really got involved with. We were we were reaching out um, to, to 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 our members, in particular those in in North America. Um, I think, yeah. Um, We'd have to take that one away and look into it, really, because I mean, in the in the main, we do try and and keep our our membership communication the same for absolutely everybody. Um, but I think that's one we'd have to take away and and, and look into. I know we did a lot with North America, particularly um, previously um, through Adam, um, and I know that we did a bit around uh, North American events with the pledge scheme. I know we had one with Warren Parton um, with our North American members um then uh which i think i joined as well one of them um so yeah let's take that away and and pick that one up um so yeah apologies if it's gone gone quiet um but we'll take that we'll take that one away okay um sorry that's gone no 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 uh yeah we'll, we'll, maybe we'll go to this one uh the, then the, the last one here um pete um there seems to be a lot of groups intent on keeping what they have monetary and political wise uh, instead of having best interests for the club uh what can you do to address this and pull everyone together and that comes from mark todd well that's a really difficult question because we're not here to unfortunately we're not here to police everybody are we and we can't and everybody has their own opinion and people have different views the one thing i will say though is that the trust is the organization to join and i would say that but as far as i'm aware the trust is the only full general supporters organization that is fully independent democratic transparent and accountable um so you know there are no monetary or political um drivers in in any of this you know for, on, on a money side of things, you know, I've seen people hammering before. Where's the money gone? Well, our accounts are audited by by chartered chartered accountants and then submitted to the Financial Conduct Authority. A copy of them is available on the, on FCA the website. website. On the website. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so there's no drivers there. Um, so get involved. There are other organisations that also share those values that we do, um, but they're mainly and the organisations that we've we've talked to and worked with, and but they're mainly. Um, um, specific focus organizations so um united with pride is one 
um, that, that, you know, I know um, and I, I was due to go to their uh, AGM last year at St. James's Park. Unfortunately, I couldn't make it. And myself and Lee, who I saw uh, uh, buzzing around in the chat before, um, uh, were due to go go there. Unfortunately, I, I know I couldn't make it. Um, and and there's obviously NUDSA as well, the Disabled Supporters Association. Um, so, look, I would say it, but I would say join the trust. Um, you know, we're not going to compete with anyone. We're not here to argue and fight with other organizations. We're here just to stand up for our members. There's no egos involved. There's no politics. There's no self-interest. It's just fighting up for our, standing up and fighting for our members. And that is, that is genuinely what it is. That's why when you hear other people, some other people, um, I only find these things out because people send them to me because I don't see them, but some people, you know, having to go at the trust for this and that, a lot of them, you know, the trust doesn't really rise to anything like that because nine times out of 10, it's unfounded. And, you know, we're just looking to stand up for our members. You know, if you don't like what we do and the direction we do, stand for election. Or if you do like what we do and you do like being part of that, you know, that engagement with the club and having that influence, also stand for election. Because, you know, at the end of the day, it's democratic. It's not just somebody who set something up because they want to. It's a fully democratic organization. It's set up. It's legitimate. I could go on. So yeah. Well, guess what? We're human. We're human and we're, you know, we're, we're human and we're fans. That's it. Come and join us. It's good fun. Excellent. Um, yeah, I, I think I think that rounds it up nicely. How you how you both have finished that, and um, I'm really looking forward to um, uh, seeing how it uh, opens up when when the elections finally get under way. But um, look, the, the chat has been fantastic. Massive thank you to everyone in the chat for your for your questions. Go, go on, Greg. Is Lisa part of your loaded mag? Yes, you can't have her. You can't so, have her. So, so, so I've seen no. all the, So I want proof. I want to see proof that she's joined. Uh, <laughs> I want to see all the new memberships come in, Greg. You'll see yeah. it. Uh, she'll, def she'll definitely do that. Um, uh, she's a lady of her word. She, she, yeah. Don't worry, our, our Lisa is. 100%. But look, I'm, I'm sure there'll be lots of um, lots of people that are, that are interested um, in looking at uh, looking into it a little bit more about potentially putting themselves forward, um, there, there might be a few in the chat right now. Um, uh, Thanks, Lisa. I do work in sales. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Sort of <laughs> brilliant stuff. But look, um, Paul, um, uh, Greg, uh, massive, massive thank you for you, for you to join us tonight. And uh, look, you know what? It'd, it'd be great to have you on again um, as the elections kind of build. Um, uh, that's for sure, and we can talk about um, yeah, anything that kind of pops up at that time, and I'm sure people will have more questions and, and things to ask. Um, but look, before you go, uh, plug, plug the trust, but, but also the, the YouTube channel and anything else social media related that people can access. So I look from, from the website, nufctrust.co.uk forward slash join, I think, or just go to trust.co.uk, get involved, we'll join up, it's a quid to get it for a share. You own a, a part of the organization. So get involved if you're not already a member. But fundamentally, if you're thinking about it in terms of standing uh, to, to join the board at what is a really fascinating time, fan advisory board around the corner, formal engagement with the club, a real opportunity to have your say and really influence uh, the football club that we all love and adore um, in, in the right way, uh, get involved. But equally, um, you might just have piqued your interest today got any questions um drop me a line drop paul a line drop the board a line um 
yeah get involved and come and join join us you know we need to it's a, probably the most important election the trust had since i've been involved six new members a complete refresh of the board yeah. um you know a complete a complete push forward get involved um it, it you know it's a little bit of time but it is rewarding um if you love your football club like we all do um it's a bit different but it's great no, it does sound like like it's an opportunity for people to to get there in there and, and try and shape it and and work together and to, to come up with fresh ideas, I guess. And uh, I'm sure every every group needs a bit of a, a revamp or a reboot now and again as well, just just for that. So, yeah, best of luck to, to everyone that that puts themselves forward. Thank you. If I just add one thing, is there any way you can clip that last dramatic monologue and stick it to some Titanic music or something like that? Because that'd go well on that go well on Twitter. We put it in St. James's Park, I think, as well. What, what, what we've had a few today about the PA that might have to be something that we pick up if you know if if people email enough people email the board email address and ask us to look at that, then we can certainly chat it's club. It's not just this last few games. The Fulham game was hilarious. He started and he started trying to announce a substitute. It wasn't the normal the normal guy, Robert, but uh, the guy he tried he started trying to announce a substitution while Mitrovic was running up to take a penalty. It might it might have contributed to him slipping and missing. <laughs> oh well, it worked then, didn't it? <laughs> but it is. Um, I've seen that comment. We've had a few people raise that one. Um, yeah. It's a minor one, but we'll put it. We'll we'll feed it back because it, it it is very odd. Like let the as soon as the final whistle goes and you're hearing some you know a song of you know deafening when really you know the fans just want to make a bit a bit more noise. You know we just won a massive game. It's the last thing you need. Bear in mind for most of the Mike Ashley rig, you couldn't actually hear the PA, so they've somehow yeah, gone through right. it. I quite like it, mate, because I'm always full of drink anyway, so I just start singing along. It's cool with me. <laughs> Brilliant, stuff. Brilliant stuff. But look, um, guys, it's been a pleasure to um, to have have the chat with you. Uh, I think everyone in the chat, uh, and both myself and Daz, are a lot more informed um, about the the elections process. Um, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. Um, I, I am interested in putting myself forward, um, but. Uh, where it's been, <laughs> don't, do, don't do that. Um, uh, it's it's something I have thought about. Um, so yeah, um, I am um, not officially putting my hat in the ring, but um, I am interested in putting myself forward. So hopefully. nothing like a bit of confidentiality, but yeah, that would be great. Yeah, Fort Pedro. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But no, um, thank you very much. Um, joining us as, as we've said and uh, look we're, we're uh, as a channel we don't stop there um it's a double whammy tonight and uh very shortly at nine o'clock we are coming back for away days um the only time of the week we could fit it in um but we've got Dan Potts coming to join us uh, along with Albert um two Arsenal channels that are um going to be talking about what is going to be a massive game for 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 both clubs on Sunday afternoon um you can still so, finish second Sorry. Two one, two one win. We can still finish second. We can beat. We can get ahead of them. We can. We can. Seven more points. Six more points with an inferior goal difference. Um. Uh, sorry, superior goal difference. Inferior for Liverpool should hopefully get us there. Um, Liverpool are yes. winning one nil. Oh, Salah oh, penalty. Salah penalty one nil. Shot. But look, we focus on what we need to do and we need to beat Arsenal. We're going to be talking about it in just under 20 minutes' time. So come and join us uh, on Loaded Mag for that. Um, We will be slipping away for a short period, but we will be back at nine o'clock.
Um, don't know if you want to do the um, sponsors before we head out. Yes, nearly, nearly forgot. Well, yeah, a shout out to our sponsors. Quick one, because we'll, we'll be on again in, at uh, shortly. So quick shout out to the radiatorshed.com. And if you need any radiators, you know where to go to. You go turn to Russ and he will sort you out for those radiators in a variety of different colors. And if you know someone that's doing up their house, no better man than Russ. That, he's the one that doesn't look like Callum Wilson. That's Russ there. And if you need to get them installed, then Stallworks, uh, which is also Russ's complete, will sort it out for you. Also, a shout out to uh, H2O Bathroom Design Co., the Northeast's largest supplier of Velcro and Botch bathroomware. Team Valley Gateshead, over 20 years established, run by the family. Get down to the showroom on 11th Avenue, Team Valley Estate, Gateshead. And there's, there you go, Greg. <laughs> get the shower, shower in. But uh, yeah. If you're looking for a bathroom, lads, check these out. These are amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, so, uh, yeah. Don't show my wife. <laughs> yes, that's, that's what we always say as well. But thanks, lads, for joining us. And uh, the viewers us. in the chat, uh, see you in 20 minutes or so. How'd you like thanks that? Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah.